What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 45 of the Get a Game Out podcast. Bring you the hot takes, latest stories, and spicy picks around New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Hosted by yours truly, Adversary. Joined Sarah by uh, Alex Reach and Samuel Morell. You can listen to the podcast right now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, show a follow us on Twitter at Get a Game On Food. My thoughts said, it's time to get a game on. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. What's good? Yeah, what's good? Alex, I see a little smirk there. Why? How about them Tampa Bay Rays? I got, I, I got a better one. I got a better one. I got a better one. I got I got a better one. How about them Atlanta Braves? That's rough. It's <laughs> <laughs> rough. <laughs> listen, right. listen. All, all I got to say is the Blue Jays won the first game. The Red Sox won the first game. And what happened to both of them? That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> All right, before we get started, um, yeah, I'll mention it. Um, we do want to wish, I, I believe it's today, right, Sam? Uh, Samuel? Yeah. It was, it was Sammy's, what was it, 21st, 20th? 20th, not 21st it, yet. Okay. 21st, 20, something else is happening. Okay, it, it was, the, they were recording this, um, obviously this podcast is going up October 2nd, but on October 1st, it was... Samuel Morell's birthday. So, thank you, thank you. I feel very old already, and I'm only twenty. You feel you feel a lot. Think about me. I'm twenty five, and that's how old I feel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm twenty four. I I I get kids every day. I say YOLO, and they look at me like. What the hell does that even mean? So, yeah, I was. I mean, life is good. What else can you say? Hey, when life's going up, life's going up. <laughs> you, you, in these times, you really um have to like take as much positivity whenever you can. You know, pretty much. Oh, Cam. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry. I keep Cam. My, all right. I keep thinking of my. All right. Do you, do, all right. For the record, do you prefer Samuel, Sammy, or Sam? Pick one right now. Uh, Samantha. <laughs> if you're serious, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll start that. No, no, okay, no. Okay, no, okay, Sam. Okay. <laughs> Sam. All right. All right, we'll call, all right. We'll call you Sam. We'll call you Sam. All right. Alex, go ahead. Uh, tomorrow is a big day at TCNJ. It's homecoming day. Oh, nice. So, I tomorrow's Montclair State's homecoming day, too. I believe it's Montclair State's homecoming day, too. Yeah. Uh, we don't have homecoming at FDU. Really? I don't think we do. Or we did, and I just missed it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, uh, this Friday, um, October was also, um, College radio, I got a shout out um, as a as a alumni from there. 
I got shout out my my college radio station WMSC, the best college officially ranked the best college radio station in the nation. It was College Radio Day, and they had a blast there. So nice. shout out to WMSC. Uh, I Sam, I can tell you a bunch of stories. Like I hosted my own sports talk show there for like a year. Like oh my god, I can tell you. T- so next next time I see you, I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- tell you a bunch of stories. I promise that. I can't wait for that, actually. Okay. But, guys, let's, let's dive in. Um, we are going to talk about baseball because this is definitely going to be a very baseball-heavy show, I promise you. But I wanted to get this story out of the way. Obviously, we try not to be a quote-unquote political show here. But when it comes to stories like this, I feel like we like um, kind of have no choice. And that is, like, um, with baseball and uh, – sorry – Basketball and hockey season, like right around the corner, there's a lot of controversy without with some players refusing, like, uh, to take um the COVID nineteen vaccine. And as as we know, and both the leagues have different policies. Like the NBA one has a, as I believe, a very strict one where um, where like you can't like, at least for New York or San Francisco, where if you don't get the vaccine, you can't play at your team's um home game, Ames, Ames, I believe. And uh, for for NHL, I believe you can't play games like across the across the border. So, so um, I, I think like what's it called for the NBA? Um, NHL may be different, yeah. but for the NBA specifically, it's like they're basically, it's like you have to kind of get the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, with or you go through the entire process of having to just keep testing for COVID every week, like yeah. they used to with the swabs of the nose and yeah. with the mouth. And they said like any game that, um, where you miss for COVID-19, you, um, they said like any game that you miss, like you don't get paid. So NBA is really coming out hardest. I mean, NHL is coming out down hard on it too, but not as much as the NBA, I think. And there's a lot of players that are reportedly, um, like, Refusing like the vaccine. I mean, we'll get into him. Kyrie Irving's like ap- apparently not vaccinated yet. Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal's not vaccinated. Yet. Um, the whole situation with Andrew Wiggins, um, Mackenzie Blackwell, the New Jersey Devils is not vaccinated yet. Though he he did say where that he he hasn't ruled out getting the vaccine, which is like like I just shrug at that. Like, oh, you have all this time to get the vaccine, and you send your Get all of a sudden to get the vaccine and um, and and, and which I mean, it's it, there's so many angles uh you could break this down, and this is where we uh get unfortunately have to get into a whole quote unquote political aspect of it is that people yeah. are well, it's like you're right to not get the vaccine and stuff like I'm just like and stuff and here's what I'll say to that, yes it is your yes it is technically um. If you if you like don't feel comfortable with vaccine, fine. And I'm not trying to um attack anyone who ge- is generally like has concerns about the vaccine because like for all we know, like let's say like um one of these players like um talk to their doctors, there's something there where uh that that makes them hesitant to get the vaccine. Yo, like I'm not their doctor, so I can't like really uh judge that if that is if that is the case. But there are a lot of these players who are apparently taking like. Well, strictly not taking the vaccine out of like a political stand, I just think that's ridiculous. Like, um, really? No, yeah. What's it called? Um, just for this is just my opinion personally. Yeah. 
and this is just based on the vaccine. Yeah. If it was where it's like these are just regular people, ordinary people like us, yeah. you know, not like superstar athletes or like professionals that are getting paid. If it, if there was just like oh a regular businessman that goes to work and he's like that type of guy and he doesn't want to get the vaccine, all right, he has that right because there's still other ways to prevent it. He could just wear a mask. He could get tested regularly. That's all fine. But this is your job. It's like, it's not where it's like, oh, now we're getting to territory where we're, you know, doing stuff. It's like, no, this is your job. Your job is to get the vaccine so you're allowed to play. Like, this is what you signed up for. Yeah. And if it wasn't, if this was where it's like, oh, it's just a ver- another variant of the flu, but it wasn't that bad, yeah. that would be fine. Before the vaccine, we have to remember half a million people in just, I'm pretty sure the US alone died. Half a million people. What's the death the toll now at? It's I around it's, like 600,000 now. I think at 600,000. Is it at 700,000 yet? <laughs> Maybe it, I think it's getting I'll, close I'll to that. Look, I'll have to look up. It's been a while since I checked. <laughs> yeah, you do that while I um continue talking. Go ahead. So um, but yeah, it's like this is your job. You signed up for this, and we keep forgetting. Like in 2012, I think for example, that was a lockdown shortened season where there was like, and it was either 2008 or 2012, one of those two seasons, um, or maybe in between. There was a lockdown shortened season because of the SARS outbreak or something like that. So this isn't new. This isn't like, oh, the NBA is just now making up rules and doing this and that. They're doing this to, one, protect the players, but two, and more importantly, to protect the fans. Because unlike the players who are getting trained, getting healthy, the fans aren't. Some fans go in there and they are sick to the bone. Like They can literally just sniff the air and next thing you know they have a favor so yeah now imagine if a player gets covid and they play in an arena and they spread that to one fan that's going to spread to ten thousand exactly. other people exactly so and it's not like where it's like oh the fans they need to do better it's okay the fans if they have a vaccine card which new york like new york in general is just making you do that in, or, yeah. in order to like enter restaurants or stadiums, they're saying you have to have the vaccine card. If you don't have the vaccine card, maybe they'll allow you, but you have to wear a mask the entire time. And you have to get that like, yeah. scanned and all this stuff. So it's like, that's my issue with like yeah. Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal and Andrew Wiggins doing this. It's like, you're not an average person. You're not a fan. You're a professional you're getting paid millions upon millions of dollars. In terms of Kyrie Irving, he's getting paid fifteen, like over like a hundred yeah. million dollars. And he's gonna be playing on a team that uh, is that if they stay healthy, it's expected to win the championship. Expected to win. Cha- uh, there's only two teams. There's literally two teams that I expect to contend with them: the Lakers, for obvious reasons, yeah, and the Bucks, just because the Bucks are. A lot bigger because the Nets really don't have an answer for someone like a Giannis. Exactly. I mean, I think it's a very kind of similar situation. Like, um, 
like like Sam, I think it's a very situation to where uh you know Stephen A. Smith and it's stay off the weed rants, where where it's like it's not it's not that like I necessarily have a problem with athletes like okay weed. I don't have a problem with it at all. But at the end of the day, like um, is it worth? Is it worth? At the end of the day, we could debate about other leagues marijuana rules for hours. But at the end of the day, is it worth you costing like you millions of dollars? No, like, it's, it's avoid not. the vaccine okay. worth. If 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 I if I told you like 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 hey Sam, if I told you hey you could play like um you could get paid like um millions of dollars to like for, like your dream job like playing like to be a basketball player to be like a hockey player so like you could get paid millions of dollars and live out your dream and you would like throw that away just to dodge a vaccine. Yeah, and like, I don't and, get it. Like I don't get. It. I, I, like I said, is... unless. Unless they have some, some sort of like um, unless there's something that their docs are telling that we that like we don't know about, which yeah, it's like it's it's like, and it'd be one thing if it was like, oh, like um, what was the vaccine that like um, people were saying like causes autism or something? What? There was a vaccine where it's like it was a rumor where it's like oh, apparently. It causes autism or some sort of side effect. It was, I'm not sure. Honestly, uh, was, with, the, with today's political climate, I'm not surprised that that rumor got out. Yeah. And this was like one of the early vaccines. Even if it was like one of those type of things where it's like, okay, it's a rumor that you can get some type of mental disease or something like that. Okay, I, I get that. There's literally no rumor about the vaccine. It's considered like over like 95 to 99.9% safe. Yeah. There's almost nothing wrong with it. Like they can't find anything wrong with it. And the fact that they're now making a kid variant for it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's safe. Yeah. And I'm speaking from someone who's vaccinated. Literally. My second shot after my second shot. Yeah. It was one day of feeling terrible after that. I felt perfectly fine. Exact same thing si- happened with me. Yeah, it's exact been same thing happened with me. Like months. It's been. It's literally been six months yeah. since I've gotten that shot. Yeah. So if I'm completely fine after six months, yeah. I'm pretty sure basketball players. I get it now, yeah. when they had even more chances to test the vaccine than yeah. before. I'm pretty sure they're going to be completely fine. Yeah. Plus, they have way better immune systems than most people just in general just because they're just superhuman is the way to define it they're still human it's not like oh they're not human like they have human rights they are human yeah but they're just superhumans they jump higher they do they're a lot stronger they do things that us normal humans can't really do that well so exactly. i think them taking just this one vaccine yeah. that just prevents anything from happening and also protects their teammates yeah. is completely fine. And notice how like these players that are saying it, I'm just saying this because I just feel like it's like this. Notice how these certain players that are saying this, yeah, they've either one have troubled like paths, like they've had trouble paths, like not living up to expectations yeah. or two, have been questioned for their leadership. Andrew Wiggins with the Timberwolves, he's had a triple pass because people were looking down on him. Kyrie Irving, 
multiple yeah. questions about his leadership. Yeah, exactly. On and off. And this is kind of someone who like generally has loves who loves Kyrie Irving, but I can't deny like what you're saying that his leadership has been called in the question. Yeah, it's like, trust me, he was on the Celtics, burned and crash. Yeah. He was on the Nets by himself, almost burned and crash. It took KD and James yeah. Harden to come in for him to finally realize, hey, maybe I should learn a couple things. And even then, he didn't yeah. learn a lot. So it's like, for me, this is mostly just about Kyrie because Kyrie, my guy, you know better than this. I mean, you know better than this. You're on a super team getting paid over $100 million. And in my opinion, is probably the most skillful player that's ever touched a basketball. He's the most skillful player that ever touched a basketball. His layup package is one of the most beautiful I've ever seen. Yeah. His handles are on par with Allen Iverson. If not past that, I just say on par because yeah. Allen Iverson's handles were dirty like yeah. they, he's they an excellent dirty. shooter too yeah he's an he's an amazing shooter like from three like he's like, like he's like as a basketball player he's literally like honestly in my opinion like by probably like one of my favorite players to watch yeah like, he's, he's that he's, much fun like he's he is box office yeah he's one of the like few players in the league that you look at and you're like that right there is box office yeah that's what i'm saying he should know better than to say I agree. oh like I don't want to take the vaccine. You literally are getting paid a hundred million dollars. You're considered box office. You have a super team. You got KD literally helped you not get traded when people were saying, yeah. Oh, maybe trade him for Ben Simmons because the Nets really need help with defense. KD shut that down immediately. Yeah. And now you're saying, Oh, well, I kind of don't want to get the vaccine. And you're going to risk all that money. You're going to risk not playing. Are you, are you kidding me? Like, just get the I, damn vaccine and win the championship. I I like I completely I completely I completely agree with you, everything you're everything you're saying. And 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 his thing, if it if it was like um like like for all the issues I mentioned with Mackenzie Blackwood not getting the shot with the Dell's goal term, which Kenzie Blackwood not getting the shot, like um at the very least he's number one, he, he said that it was he said it was something when he gave his explanation, said there was something like he was talking with his doctors and he had some concerns about it. And he said that he was originally going to get the shot, but eventually, like, he like changed his mind. He said he hasn't ruled it out. So, I mean, I that that I'm willing to like um be like okay. <laughs> now I still think Mackenzie Blackwood should eventually like get vaccinated, but but with the with that explanation he gave, I can at least like take a step back and say, you know what. Okay, I'm not gonna like make a big deal about it. At least, at, 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 make a big deal about it. At least I am. When players like Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal and and Andrew Wiggins are all like, um, I think the reason like they're just not taking the vaccine is because like they're tr- is like they're trying to like uh like like I don't know I don't I don't know like that's not their like that's not their reason. At least I'm not sure. Did Bradley Beal give a reason as to why he wasn't vaccinated? Um, I didn't even, I don't think I've heard Bradley Beal's like talk or reason. Yeah. I don't think I've heard it, but it's like, if he's okay. So if he said that he might consider it, it's like, that's fine. But if he's not considering it, it's like, again, yeah, come on. It's like, okay, Bradley Beal, he's not 
as much as box office as Kyrie. Like Kyrie's very important. But like if Bradley Beal doesn't get it, it's like, but come on. You literally were the second best scoring league just behind Steph Curry, who had to have a monster season just to get past you. And again, your box office playing or not playing with Russell Westbrook, he's now in the Lakers. Almost forgot that. Um, but Bradley Beal is considered box office, and he has the potential to have like amazing trade value. He's an elite scorer at his level and also an amazing passer at his level. So again, we have another star saying yeah. no to the vaccine. It's like Yeah, he he um <laughs> apparently like what Bradley Beal said, he said he asked a rhetorical question like uh to the media saying, like, oh, why are backstay individuals still contracting and spraying the virus? Because there's a freaking Delta oh variant. That's God. why. Jesus Christ. Like I would just I would just like to say to everyone who says that as a reason, I want you to look up the definition of vaccine and then come back to me. Vaccines, I just want to let everyone know. Because this actually infuriates this is one of the very few things that infuriates me. And that it's it's not sorry guys, my cats my cats and me are in the background, but go ahead. Oh no, that's fine. My cat's <laughs> in my bed. Um <clears throat> the thing that doesn't like the thing that one of the things that infuriates me the most, I can't even speak properly because of this right now. One of the most one of the things that infuriate me the most isn't stupidity. If you're stupid about it, it's fine. It just means you need to learn about it. It's ignorance. When people think, oh, vaccines, it's like, why are people still getting it? A vaccine doesn't mean you don't get it. A vaccine just means you're suppressing what's going to happen when you get it. So instead of COVID being this deadly virus, it's now going to be the flu or some variant of a flu. That's what it means. So when people say, oh, why are people getting the vaccines if, like, you know, that it's not like the flu shot where it, it helps you get rid of the flu or suppress the flu. A vaccine suppresses the symptoms. That's what people need to realize. Exactly. It doesn't eliminate the possibility of you getting it. If it did, no one would have COVID right now. Exactly. Or very few people would have COVID. The reason why is because like you said, one, there's a Delta variant, which is, I think, more deadly. But then again, it's harder to spread. So I think we're fine with the Delta variant. Like, I, that's I just actually think be... the Delta variant is like um, not as deadly, but very easy to spread. Like I've heard that. Like I'm not sh- like I've heard that it's like apparently more contagious than like a cold. The cold. Okay, so that, that, that that's again, why, that's at least what I've heard. But again, it's like the reason why we get these vaccines is to suppress the symptoms so that if you do get it, you're not hacking up half a lung and you have the potential to die. Because what people don't realize is even if you're not in your 60s and in your 50s, you still have a potential to die. I literally was a town across from a coach, a, like a baseball coach yeah. who was in his thirties last, like when this COVID thing all started yeah. perfectly healthy, nothing wrong with him. He got COVID. He died. He was oh. 30. 
and it's not and if he was 30 and he had you know oh this deadly illness already or he was somewhat sick i get that then it's like okay he he was gonna die he was perfectly healthy and he was in his 30s and he's died so when we're saying get these vaccines we're not only saying that to say like oh so that you don't like make your teammates get sick and that you don't make the fans get sick it's also for your benefit it's all it's also yeah. for you it's also benefiting you like that's the thing and the best thing about all this i'm i'm pretty sure they're paying people now to get the vaccine really like, they they legit i'm not going to lie i'm pretty sure like they were paying like $100 for a person to get the vaccine i'm like you're like, telling me I like I was like you're telling me I had to just wait like two or three months, and I could have made an easy hundred. I mean, like real. Like, I mean, and I know people like you could tell. I'm the, I'm sure that there are some people out there who are so like um, I don't know. I don't know what the. I guess I have to use the word politically motivated. But it's that if you uh, if they if you gave the choice between um, uh, giving them a hundred dollars for the vaccine. And or charge them five hundred dollars for a fake vaccination card. They would take. They would take the fake vaccination card. No, yeah, because it's all, it's exactly all poli- it's all politics. But, and, and, and and that's the stupid thing. This about is it. this is this is the one thing like, and this is about as political I'm gonna get for uh this episode. But I cannot cannot freaking stand how this country, the United States of America. And and us, how we're making a pandemic, a deadly disease, wearing masks and vaccines a political issue. Yeah, I cannot it sh- it stand that. It, like it, no, sh- it, sh- it should be like an. It's not like an issue where like you sure are supposed to quote unquote take sides over. Like like it's it's not it's not so it's 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 about you know science it's about. Facts and it's about your own like it's it's about public health. That's what it should be about. But you have all these nut jobs like on both sides, like making this into like um a political stance. And I just and I and infuriating, infuriating that um people like um that that like whatever decision you made, like there are people people like whatever decision you made, like you've made about the vet vaccine and like. If the people are saying, "Oh, if you're unvaccinated, like you're this, like you lean like um, if you're like like a selfish, you know, SOAB, like even if you are like do have legitimate concerns and like and stuff like that, like like if you're unvaccinated, like are uh, you do that, and then you're saying, "Oh, if you are vaccinated, you're a mongrel, you're a sheep mongrel, like um, all this stuff." It's just, I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm worrying about surgery, but it's just something that like infuriates me, honestly. Yeah, because 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 personally, because I'm not like I'm not gonna say who, but I know people who lean left that are unvaccinated. I know people who lean right that are vaccinated. Because so, oh no, I I know both sides. Um, I wanna um I'm I'm gonna open the floor to Alex just because I I kind of feel bad. <laughs> yeah. ah, Alex, you're too minutes. quiet here. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just feel like um. The NBA, NFL, and other leagues around the country 
should should have been more aware of the vaccinations, and and I I wish that they would have paused the season for the players to be more cautious of getting the vaccines, and it's just my my thought of perspective on it. I I think that if I would let's say Adam Silver, I would have pressed the pause button to the baseball season. And I mean, not that Adam Silver is a baseball's commissioner, but Ron Manfred, you know what, you mean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just feel like it was a bad position part by them and not having having safety in front of them instead of continuing playing with some players that are not that don't take it seriously. That's my big that's that's my big issue here is like I'm fine like if you like um if you're taking this pandemic seriously and you're just like like just hesitant, like uh, to get the vaccine for whatever reason. You want fine. Like I'm not gonna like um, I'm not gonna ju- I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna ju- judge you. Like if you're just if you're just nervous about um the vaccine, I still recommend like I still do uh, recommend getting the vaccine. I want like make it clear that um all these scientists like um like I took the vaccine myself. I know plenty of people after the vaccine and it is like and it's safe. It's like. It's like as safe as as a possibility. I don't see the vaccine really getting any safer than this, honestly. So I, I want to make that clear. Like, but at the same time, like if you are nervous, like I'm not gonna like uh, judge you. I'm not gonna berate you or anything. But when it comes to people who aren't taking this pandemic seriously, you know, you know, you know how last year the anti-mask crowd, now the anti-vax crowd, like um, and they're just not taking this pandemic seriously and they're trying to turn this into a political issue. Like, um, I have no respect for that, honestly. No, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, if this was one of those things where just like, okay, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying like we shouldn't have taken this seriously, but like, even Ebola, it's like when we weren't taking Ebola seriously, we were just saying like, oh, like, let's make memes about it. The only reason why I was fine with that was because it was like, okay, like 10, 12 people died from Ebola. Like, it wasn't, like, that, or, like, maybe more people died, but, like, it wasn't that big. Like, not a lot of people died from Ebola, let alone contracted Ebola. Like, and it didn't really get in the U.S. like that easily. COVID got into the U.S. very easily. And if it was where COVID even was, like, Ebola and maybe killed, like, let's say 200 people in two years, I would have been like, all right, that's fine. Mosquitoes kill half a million people around the world every year. The fact that in one year, this one disease killed half a million people, put us in a quarantine. Which, by the way, I just checked. I, put, I just checked, and it's um, the back, the death toll for COVID is now, in the U.S. is now up to 699,000. Jesus Christ. Just round up 700,000. Yeah. You may as well just round up 700,000. Think about this. In two years, 
we've lost 700,000 people. Yeah. Before the vaccine, it was half a million people that were dead. Let's, let's put that into perspective for a second. Around, there's around over a billion people in the U.S. The fact that over half of us, oh wait, not not, no, yeah, a billion people in the. Is there a billion people in the U.S. or like? No, I'm not. Sh- I don't think it's a million. I, I don't think it's a million. Yeah, I, I I could check. I could check again. No, I know this, Adam. There's definitely a million people in the U.S. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, you mean you mean a billion? <laughs> yeah, a billion. That's what I meant. Okay. I said I said a billion, but then I was like maybe nine hundred million, whatever. Over half of us are gonna get this vac. Are, are the United States COVID. population is three hundred twenty nine point five million. Three hundred twenty. Oh wow, it was way off. Okay, I yeah. thought the entire continent. <laughs> anyway, not the point. The point is, out of that number. Half of us are supposed to get COVID. Out of that half, it's expected. Only around 5% of us will die. Now, most people will think, 5%, that doesn't sound that bad. It's actually less, it's actually less than that, actually. I think it's yeah. what's the, de- the average death rate is, what, 1%, 2.3%? Yeah, but no, and, and I'm, saying like, I'm saying, like, though, like, in general, and that's, and that's generally not, and that's, done. Yeah. And that's generally not the issue with, like, like people are saying like, oh, like COVID has such like a low death rate because oh, no, like, 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 let's look at, let's, like, for example, you mentioned Ebola. Ebola has like, what, a 69% death rate? Yeah. Like, like, if you, like, if so, that's the thing where someone like, um, you or, or me or Alex, like gets it, like, um, like, like that's serious. Like your life is then like, um, on the line. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, but, like, but, but, there, but, the, but the difference between Ebola and COVID is that Ebola is way, way way harder to get yeah exactly. like you, o- you almost have to be trying to like to like get a ball. i mean exactly. maybe, maybe not that far but but you get what i'm point. with with covid like it's like so contagious that like everyone can get it in and like and if you like and if you if if, if a hundred people get covid chances are like uh one two or three of them are gonna die no, yeah, but and then and then, is, and then you keep on spraying to more people and more people and more people. Like, exactly, but this exactly. is this is my point. This is my point. Five percent, like five. By the time this is all done, it's supposed to be like five percent of the U.S. Is supposed to be dead. Doesn't sound like a lot. And to take into account that's over one, like around. I this is just me estimating. Don't don't take this. I'm a chem major, not a math major, so don't judge me. Okay. Um, around 1.5 million people are going to be dead because of this. Let's put that into perspective. 1.5 million people. You have to also add their families and their friends that actually cared about them into that equation because they're going to be depressed. Also, you have to add into the fact that because of this, we were in a quarantine, including a time period where People didn't even leave their houses. Like me personally, when this all started, I was in my house and did not leave my house for four months. Same thing. I did not leave my house for one third of a year. That's just 
And the fact that people weren't taking that seriously, it's like, you need to realize this isn't something that you play around with. This isn't the time to be like, oh, like, why we have to wear the mask and why this and why that? No, this is the time where you have to put on your big boy or girl pants. You have to realize how bad this is. And you have to just say, hey, listen, I know, like, and even the, like how you said before, yeah. this has become political. Yeah. It's like, at this point, it's like, why has everything become political? Why has everything become, I either choose this side or I choose this side? It's like, it shouldn't be where something like this happens. You choose a side. It should be where it's like, all right, we I, I get it. We're, we're not the same. We don't think the same way sometimes. But we have to work together in order to exactly actually get rid of this. Because what most people don't realize is, and or at least some people don't realize, this isn't a regular disease. This is a bioweapon. This is a bioweapon of only something like a common cold, maybe. Maybe even less. This is what happens as a bioweapon. Now imagine if they made a bioweapon of the flu and that got out. That would kill a lot more people. And then all of a sudden, oh, now that that comes out, now everyone acts serious. It's like, why does it have to be where everyone becomes serious when people die? No, no one's serious and everyone takes this as a joke or no one believes in it or no one does that yeah. until people die. Exactly. Why does it have to be until people die for everyone to start saying, okay, maybe now we go serious? No, it's okay. You hear about it. It's serious. Why about let's prevent death? Exactly. Let's prevent this from happening instead of saying, oh, let's, let's wait for like a thousand people to die. And even then, people are still aren't. Some people still aren't taking it like this seriously, and like, like again, like, and and like, and like, not wearing masks. That's what infuriates you. Like, if you want to get the vaccine, fine. If you're gonna sit there like um saying, "Oh, I don't want to wear a mask," like, get over yourself. Yeah, like, say, like, uh, like, like, uh, like honestly, and here, and 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 this, and here's the thing: like, if you don't want to like, get the vaccine. Fine, but you know what? You're gonna have to face the consequences of, of that decision. Like, like don't like if you don't want to get the vaccine. Like, don't work like as like a doctor or a teacher or any place where you're gonna be like in a in a crowded space. Yeah. Like, like there are plenty of jobs where like um where you where which which require like I'm sure like like don't necessarily need you are necessarily required for you to get vaccinated. Like, become like um. Become like a mailman or something. Become a truck driver. Become like um yeah. whatever. Or I mean, I'm not yeah. sure about I'm not sure about the with the vaccine mandates or that, but 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 you get what I mean. Like get a job yeah. where, it, where that doesn't require you to be like a, 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 around people. Like it's that right. simple. Anyway, and just um, take, I mean, I think I, we I, should... yeah, that we, we've said like enough. Essentially, like I don't like discussing quote unquote. Optics on a show. I can't again. I can't believe something like this has become political. But you know what, guys? You know what that is is for you. That's twenty twenty one.
That's 2021 for you. 2021. You mean this has been going on since 2012 and everyone's just been like, Oh, probably, probably before see, that. It's, it's, a, it's a nice bow, and then here's me in 2012, just being like, ah, when everyone opens their eyes, they're 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 gonna see okay. what I've been seeing. Okay. All right. Since Michael Cunningham is absent, Sam here and and Alex too, because Alex, I'm sure you're gonna want to talk about this. Sam and Alex are gonna take over on Mike's hot takes segment, and they've got. A very, very juicy stuff that I that I've been following, and I wanted to hear you guys. So, especially Alex as a Sixers fan, I wanted to hear your thoughts on this. But, guys, the floor is yours. All right, ben, oh, I gotta do ben. a pun. I gotta do a pun. The segment of the show that is like Dougie Hamilton slap shots. Mike's hot take, Sam and Alex take it away. All right. That sounds so wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> God damn it. Adam. <laughs> okay. Ben, 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 Ben. Where do I begin with you? All right. Okay, so first of all, before I even get into the hot take, at least my hot take, I'll let Alex go af- afterwards and say after stuff so that then you can say your hot take, I'll say my hot take, but Ben, what's going on, my guy? I get like you want to get out of Philly, and I want you to get out of Philly personally. I just feel like it's too much, it's too much of a toxic environment at this point. Plus, I feel like there's just too much pressure for you. Like, I feel like you need either a small market team or you just need to be put in an environment where you have a lot more shooters. Don't get me wrong, Philadelphia has amazing shooters. They have Seth Curry and Danny Green and Shake Milton. Like, they're good shooters. But like when you have Joel Embiid in there, who's a big man who I've compared, like I've seen people compare him to Shaq. I don't think he's exactly like Shaq. He has more like a little bit more finesse, but I see the comparison. I can see where the comparison comes from. That's someone who needs to be down low. And especially for Ben Simmons, who struggles from the free throw line, who struggles from the three point line, who can really only score inside the paint. That's not good for him. And especially in the playoffs, I'm sorry, you were flat out terrible. Like, you need to do better in the playoffs, Mr. Simmons. So I get why you want to leave. But this is just too much babyish. Like, this is just babyish at this point. Like, you shouldn't be doing this much just to get out of a city. Like, you're considered maybe not a generational type talent but a superstar type talent. You've been compared to LeBron. You've been compared to legends. Like we know what you're capable of. So like, stop making this such like a baby situation, put on your grown up pants and say, listen, this is literally all you say. Like, listen, I'm not happy here. You know, I'm not happy here. I don't want to play for this organization. Like, what don't you get? I don't want to play for this organization. I want to play somewhere else. Trade me somewhere else. And as the Sixers, I feel like they should trade him because one, again, is creating too much of a toxic environment. And two, this is just not good for Simmons. And you're not going to get a good deal, especially if Ben Simmons continues this. 
Like it was already bad enough in the playoffs. You weren't going to get a good deal now because Ben Simmons played horrible in the playoffs. But now that he's doing this, teams now know that they're going to want to trade. So I just want to get your opinion on this, Alex. How do you feel as a Phillies fan? As like a Phillies fan, Sixers. About this whole Sixers fan. Okay, whatever. I know. That. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, I'm an NBA person. Don't worry. Yeah, just know that. Anyway, how do you feel as a Sixers fan that Ben Simmons is doing all of this? And how did you feel about him in the playoffs? Um, going back to when he got drafted to the Sixers, I felt really confident in him and his game when he played at LSU and just seeing his skill set and thought that it would be a great fit for uh, the rotation for Philadelphia. And I think the time has come to an end uh, with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Uh, And I feel like that the rebuilding stage for them uh, will have to get separated. And I feel like Embiid uh, needs to refresh his squad. And I'm not sure what is going to happen with Ben Simmons, but I feel like even though Ben Simmons is is probably not going to be with Philly anymore, I feel like Philly has the deepest roster in the East besides Brooklyn. Um, even without Ben Simmons, and I, I feel like they could be a threat in the East. Although they could potentially gain a a big deep threat shooter, uh, and I'm I'm very curious to see what Ben has to say if he is available to talk with the media anytime soon. Uh, And I'm curious to know by by the first game of of the regular season what the lineup is going to be like. And and lastly, I'm I'm just very curious about like everything that has to go into it. And it's up to Doc Rivers and Daryl Murray, the sixth president. And I feel like it's going to be a tough, tough decision to make, but I am feeling a better a bright side coming ahead with uh, the Sixers liking what they choose. All right. <laughs> All right. So I mean... I, I'm. I'm going to start my hot take, if you don't mind. Go ahead. All right. My hot take. Ben Simmons is going to get traded maybe around November, I would say. November. To the Golden State Warriors for Andrew Wiggins. First round picks. And the um, Warriors. They still have Kelly um, Oubre. 
Uh, I think he's with Washington. He's with Washington now? All right. Andrew Wiggins, first-round pick, second-round picks, and I would say one more good role player. I don't know the Warriors squad the best right now. I'm not going to lie. I don't know their squad the best, but I feel like that's a trade they would do, like, both sides. I feel like um, who was their um like what who was their second round pick from twenty twenty? I think he's off limits. Um. Oh yeah. Um. Nico Manny, I think was his name. But no, Nico Manny was a first round pick or a second round pick. No, second overall. Oh, second overall, James Wiseman. Yeah, James, James Wiseman. Yeah, James Wiseman. If they trade James Wiseman, that would be. <laughs> Oh, I, I would sort of riot if they traded James exactly. Wiseman. Are you kidding exactly. me? I think James Wiseman is going to be a big part of like of like that team going forward. I think no, they wouldn't because James Wiseman is is literally yeah. Again, they I, the I, I said before they I said before that they wouldn't trade him. So I think he's off limits. No, yeah. So that, but I think the Warriors will trade Andrew Wiggins and maybe a some first the and a player, second yeah. for Ben Simmons and a couple first and seconds just because. It's kind of balanced because I feel like that's what both teams need. The Sixers need someone who can be a scorer, not so much a defender because they have defense. They have Danny Green, who's been pretty on defense. Joel Embiid, I think he was close to defensive player of the year a couple years ago or in that time span. So he's very good defensively. They have a pretty good defensive coach in Doc Rivers who knows what he's doing, at least there, I hope. And then they have shooters for Andrew Wiggins to build off of, like he built off in Golden State. You got Seth Curry, who can shoot the lights out. You got Shake Milton, who can do a lot. And then for the Warriors side, it makes sense for them to get Ben Simmons because that's what they need. They need defense. And imagine a Draymond Green and Ben Simmons' defense? Yeah. No one is be... scoring on that. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, And then the best I've, part is yeah. Ben Simmons, he's got shooting. He's got Steph Curry. I mean... The greatest shooter of all time. There's nothing to be said. I mean, you got Clay Thompson. Again, nothing both, to be said. Again, nothing to be said. You got um, Draymond Green, who actually is a decent three-point shooter. Like, yeah. he's... He's not too bad. Compared to most people, he's not too bad. And again, he's a really big passer like Ben Simmons. And then on top of that, you got James Wiseman who's probably going to be starting. He, is, he can kind of step out a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's an inside person. Yeah, too, you have a style lineup now... of, I think in that lineup, I think Draymond Green moves to the three. Yeah, and that would be perfect because it's like Draymond Green 6'7", so he fits the three perfectly. Yeah. And then you have two, like, think about it. You have two people that can guard. And I said before, I, I, through five. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, I, I've always, I, I think Ben Simmons, like, um, needs to move off, off of point guard, I feel. I feel like he's, he's way better suited as, like, um, like a powerful or, like. Yeah, he's a big man, for sure. Um, so, Alex, what's your hot take? Uh. I can't really think of like a good one like yours, but you mainly took took what I wanted to say. Um, I think I would 
I'm going to make my hot take now. Uh, I think that maybe the Sixers would trade. Uh, let's see. Joel um, Embiid. <laughs> <They're not. laughs> maybe like. A I would love to see it happen just to see Alex's reaction. So maybe a Joel Embiid goes for second round pick. What are Sixers doing? <laughs> maybe no, no. They trade breaking news that 76 trade Joel Embiid to Brooklyn for second round pick. <laughs> Listen, it, it, Whoa, all I gotta say is, on, that happened to Andre Drummond, and that was so disrespectful. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Continue. So, so uh, to continue, I think they should have a package of Kokmaz, uh Shake Milton with a 2023 draft pick with Ben Simmons to Portland uh, and the Sixers would receive CJ McConnell and uh, I would say maybe take back Robert Cummington. I feel like if you're going to trade Ben Simmons, like um, I, th- I, th- I would – I don't know what situation with Damian Loaders, but um, would like that no. be like um, no, 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 no. I'm glad you shut me down. You just mentioned Damian Lillard in the same sentence as Ben Simmons. I know, I knew. You I'm not, I'm not comparing the two, but I'm, no, I knew obviously, you obviously, the two, obviously, but you just said you wanted to trade Ben Simmons in the package. The 76 would obviously include more in the package. The 76 would obviously include more in the package. And you know what the problem with that is, Adam? Who's the superstar right now? Who's being compared to Steph Curry? <laughs> Damian Lillard. Lillard. Imagine if Damian Lillard <laughs> was on the same team as Joel Embiid. Oh, you wow. have Shaq, <laughs> but now you have another version of Curry. So now you have another version of Shaq, another version of Curry. So you have three-point threat, a two-point threat, a defensive threat. Seth Curry's still there, so he can shoot the lights out. I mean, you're, you're basically just – if you if Portland does that deal, you're basically just begging to lose. Like, you're literally just saying, please, take all I have. I want to lose. Just take it all. Like, that would be – no, no bueno. So now, oh, a challenger <laughs> has appeared. I see a it's challenger has appeared. Hello. Anyway, so wait. apologies, yeah, but we have someone joining the podcast late today. But you know what? They say better late than ever. Michael Cunningham, welcome to the show. Sorry, New boys. Ch- so, to all of our viewers, get your game on. I know you missed the big daddy, Mike. Big big booty, Mike. The biggest best. Spot, take me in the business. I had to, I'm in Aruba right now, viewers. So you know, I'm on vacation. So and we like, loyal to the and I'm loyal to my viewers. So to my viewers, peace and respect, baby. Let's do it, Alex. Like, all right, like, all right. You're like Stephen A. Smith going on the set, going on the setup of um, Get Up when he's uninvited. 
Oh, listen, listen. Oh, special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, to any girl that hasn't kissed Sam yet, good luck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right, Michael, but we're in the middle of Mike's hot take, and Sam and Ox have taken the segment over. So, Sam, resume what you were saying. So, right, um, actually, actually, I'll, I'll first, um, Alex, let's just repeat for Michael we're what our hot takes were. Long story were. short, s- Michael, we're talking about Ben Simmons. Yeah. Oh, let, well, about please let, me get let me get Let me, let me, let me say my piece real quick about Ben Simmons. All right. <laughs> the Sixers drafted two players, Embiid and Simmons. 2015-2016, you get Embiid. 2016-2017, you get Ben Simmons. Both of them are hurt. Embiid blows his, hurts his knee out for the season. Simmons, last preseason of the game, breaks his ankle, like, out for the season. So, I have a question for all three of you. If you were the Sixers, what do you keep doing? You make Ben happy. Get rid of Ben. Get somebody like Bradley Beal. Trade for Bradley Beal. Or get a point guard that or get a guard that can handle it. Or get rid of or keep him or keep or keep Simmons. I think Here's it has some, to, I think it has uh, to trade Ben Simmons. Uh, no, they have I to trade Ben Simmons. To. But let me just say this: because Embiid is their best player, hands down. No, yeah, the, the Embiid's their best player. He he was an MVP caliber player. He's a defensive player of the year type player. He's he's their best player. I'm not trading Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's untouchable. Here's let me thing. say let me say this first before you go on, real quick. Right on, brother. Ben Simmons. Okay, so you said trade Ben Simmons for Bradley Beal. I can't do that because I after I saw what he did, after I saw what he did in the playoffs, it's like, I get it. He's a triple double machine. There's no doubt about his skill. He probably has one of the best passing IQs and passing skills in the league has a really good handle for someone his size. Like you got to remember he's seven feet tall guys. He's seven feet tall and he can handle the basketball like a point guard. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane. And he can guard one through five, mm-hmm. but this is an era where you need to be able to shoot the three. He can't shoot a free throw without shaking. In the fourth quarter, seven times he had zero points or he had four points in total in seven, four, seven fourth quarters. Bradley Beal, I'm telling you, would have had at least 10 each fourth quarter. So I can't, I can't make a superstar type trade or even a star type trade like that especially for someone as valuable as Bradley Beal going to the Sixers. So how do you feel about that? I feel like if if you're training like uh, Ben Simmons for like a a Bradley Beal type superstar, like I mentioned before, like um, and Sam Lafferty that uh, maybe they could trade him for Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. But if if you are going to make a trade like that, the Sixers are going to have to include something more. Here's the thing why I do. I think Tobias Harris got to go for the Sixers. He's the most overpaid NBA player in the league. That's he's good. overpaid. That's, that's right. He's good. I will agree that he is overpaid. I think he's a good, great role player. I don't think he's an All Star. I think he's just a very good, very great role player. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's borderline All Star, but he just 
Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's really all star level. Yeah, I think borderline, like maybe a little less than that. That's the type of player. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's, I'm, 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 honestly, you could be a great player in the Eastern Conference, like I said it before, and you could do shit in the West. For example, Demar Derozan, who was probably the best shooting guard in the East when he played for the Raptors, went to the West. He became another guard. I'm telling you guys, this depends what conference you're in. You can be the greatest player in in the best conference in the Eastern Conference. And then you go to the West, who I say, in my opinion, I, I said this to Alex, Adam, Marcellus, and Chris, and our and our old David, old cast member David Heller. We love you, David. Respect you, brother. And Sam, I haven't said this to you. I'm telling you, you need another superstar to win a championship, and you can't have borderline players to um, win championships. You can't. I 100% agree with that statement. And, and if you if you look throughout history, it's. I mean, we go back to even like the 1960s. Bill Russell yeah, had so. Bob Cousy and John Havlicek. Wilt and, Chamberlain and, and, had and, Jerry West and Gail Goodridge. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had Magic. Like and James Worthy. Yeah, and James Worthy. It's like there's only and the Bull, and the, and the Celtics had Bird, McHale, and Parrish. Yeah, it's like there's only been one superstar that hasn't won with another superstar, and that's Dirk Nowinski. And that's just because LeBron had a terrible finals. That's yeah. the only reason why. So, LeBron had a better finals. LeBron was playing the villain mode. That's not his game. He was trying to yeah. shut people yeah, up. Yeah, that, that, that was like, that's LeBron's like only, like a lot of people debate about like, um, like oh, Le- look at all of LeBron's finals, lost his record. I feel like that's the only real one where you can say that's strictly a- on him. There, that's the only, only balls also that we could say that's strictly on him. No, there's there's <laughs> two. There's two. It's for me, it was that one, and then it was the Spurs. Those two, I was like, okay, you kind of you kind of right? You're talking about his one, first right? one? You're about the no, 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 no. Spurs three times in his career in the finals. No, 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 no. I mean, no, I mean the third time, the third time. The third. Oh, yeah, third time. Third the first time, time yeah. I knew the first time the Cavaliers had no business being in the finals. Like LeBron literally carried, like I'm I'm sorry to say this, LeBron carried a bum team to the finals. <laughs> he did. He carried like it, like I'm I'm not lying with that Cavs team. It's I can name LeBron. You know, Booby Gibson. I can name LeBron. Bro. I can name Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes was the Mo, uh, Mo Williams. Mo, Mo, Mo Williams was like no disrespect to Mo Williams. He was no, like the I, only other good player on that team. Oh no, no, I, no I, 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 I was. Team. I'm exaggerating. I know there's there was David West, there was Mo Williams, there was Larry Hughes. I get all that, but my point was like, was there another star on that team? Just yeah, star, not Il-Gospin superstar. You had El before he was no. an all star. To your point, no, not don't they have, there say El was They a star. even have like um, he was a problem. They even have what the Bucks have like a Chris Milton, like or Drew Hall. They even have that. They have anyone close to that. That's how bad Honestly, that Cavaliers team was. I'm saying this. I believe Chris Milton. Sorry, we'll get back to the Ben Simmons point. I say Chris Milton. Will be an MVP caliber player in the next four to five years. From now. What did you say? Chris Middleton will be will be an MVP caliber. The way how he's been playing in the finals. Psych. I just want to see. Chris, I, just, out, see Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see. Cedric. That's a hot take actually. That's a hot take. Wait, that's actually a hot take. That's nah, a hot take. Right there. That nah, is I a hot Chris, take. Wait. 
No, I just that is, that's a new one. <laughs> that was a prank. That was a prank. He just wanted to. He does this sometimes. We'll just say oh, something like prank. that to rile okay, us up. Okay, good. Oh <laughs> my god! For a second, I thought you were serious. I was just like, listen, listen, oh, listen. Okay, I know I've been drinking. I ain't that stupid. I know I've been drinking all day, but I was like, listen, you you reached in Kendrick. All right, we got. All right, guys. Like, I, I, I hate to interrupt you, but we gotta like wrap up up like hot take really quick. So if you guys have any final thoughts, get them out right now. I believe that Ben Simmons should be traded. Yeah. Yeah. He he needs to go. This is not a good system for him. Doc Rivers thinks he's he can't play the point guard. Yeah. Ben Simmons should not be playing the point guard in the first place. I completely agree. I completely agree. He is too slow for a guard. He is too slow. And when it's if, not if that you, they slow. try to compare it's, him it's to not that, it's not that he's slow, it's just that in today's NBA, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna be a guard, you have to be able to shoot. Not like, necessarily. There's like some guards that didn't know how to shoot, like Eric Snow. In today's guard. NBA, you have to. In, in today's, today's NBA. NBA. In today's NBA, NBA not you have to have a jumper. Here's a like, thing. Like, like for example, like you could get away with not having a jumper if you're like a center or a power forward, but when you're a guard, guard and you're playing like out, and you're playing like on the outside for most of the time, you have to be able to shoot. In today's NBA, DeMar DeRozan, like, yeah, but there's only. Demar Derozan, who is a guard, Adam sucks at shooting. Demar Derozan is a terrible shooter. And he's like a good guard, and he scores at least twenty a game. Is he an all? Was an all star for like five for five years? You were an all star for five years in your career without a jump shot in the East. In the East, in the West, is he an all star? I just like fucking with Sam. So, like, point is, boys, I'm saying this. I think Ben Simmons needs to leave. I think they should. Who I think they should go after. I would say trade for like somebody that could lead a good offense. Like honestly. If if I was the Sixers, put Ben Simmons at his true position, a power forward. That is his true position. He played in high school. He played in college. He played in the first few first year of his career. Then uh, Brett, I think Brett Brown ruined the Sixers for for the NBA. And Alex, oh no, he did. He he did. He ruined the Sixers, and I'm not even a Sixer fan, and I hate the Sixers. And, and I know Alex is going to agree with me. Brett Brown is the real reason why they couldn't have it together. You get, you ask for another, you ask for a scorer, you get Jimmy Butler. And then you're like, oh, we need, we need, we need, we need, we need a, a presence. You get Tobias Harris. Then you get J.J. Redding. And I'm like, okay. When I saw that, I was like, you know what? The Sixers are going to make it to the finals that year. Mm-hmm. But however, Ben Simmons... Has to work on a jump shot. You're in twelve, like like Sam said, you're in 2021, and you don't have a good jump shot. If I was playing defense on you, I will make you shoot until you prove me wrong. I will make you shoot. Yeah, you mentioned more about DeMar DeRozan. Like his like three point shot, it's at 28 percent now. Now that I agree, that's bad. But you know what? He can at least make the three. Ben Simmons cannot make the three. Ben Simmons of our Ben Simmons uh, cannot like sh- really cannot just cannot shoot. Even three. Dwight Howard has a better three point percentage than Ben Simmons, and that's no, sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and what's it called? I think the like because um my hot take, Michael, you weren't here. My hot take was they trade Ben Simmons to the Golden State Warriors for Andrew Wiggins, some first round picks, some second round picks, just because they I I 
I trust in Seth Curry. I trust in Shake Milton. I trust in Danny Green, especially Shake Milton, someone who is a scorer and has at least decent handles. Plus, Joel Embiid can do some things. I said something like that, which is kind of like a hot take. But I just think Ben Simmons needs to get out of there because this is the main reason why. His mentality is just... It, like his confidence is just gone. Yeah. Like, like, we need to remember, this guy had a wide-open dunk, and he passed it up because he thought he was going to get fouled. He didn't want to shoot free throws. He doesn't want to shoot threes. And in a day... And like we're in an age where if you don't have a three-point shot, unless you're a center, you're screwed. Like you need a three-point shot if you're gonna play point guard through small forward. And he just doesn't want to shoot. Even like Giannis, we saw in the playoffs countless times, Giannis was airballing threes. He was like getting hacked at the free throw line. He was airballing free throws, but he wasn't scared to take them. Literally scared to take them. Yo, Sam, I agree with you 10,000%. And I'm going to tell you guys this on paper. The Sixers, who would Ben Simmons be a good fit for him? What team would be a good fit? You mentioned the Warriors. I think the Warriors would be the best fit for him. But however, I don't think that system will work for him because they already had, but the Sixers, the 70, the the Warriors will have to trade Draymond Green as well because hey, here's the thing though. Here's the thing though, and this is what Sam brought it up. You could slide Draymond to the three. You it wouldn't work. I think I, I I think it would work. I think Draymond's more than capable of playing the three. Like you have right, Draymond at the three, Draymond. you have um Ben Simmons at the four, and you have James Wiseman as the five. Uh but you have a defender. You only have your, your two guards are your only defenders. So that one. Ben Simmons work. is a defender, though. And, and Draymond Green's a defender, too. But and Clay ben Thompson's Simmons, an excellent defender. I, but I do think Ben Simmons. I can see that matchup work that, that, that two men of Ben Simmons and Draymond playing together. But however, they're both, they both can't set each other up for shots. Because basically, Tray, Draymond Green is like the point forward of the Warriors. He's a point forward. Ben Simmons is basically a point forward. That's why I think it wouldn't work. It's basically having Grant, if you have Grant Hill and Scotty Pimpin playing on the same team. Yeah, I get my drip. Man, I, I get I get what you're saying. I mean I, I, I also think like um if the, I, I also think like um I also think the Sixers would probably be looking for more than just Andrew Wiggins and like some picks and stuff. I think they'll be looking for more because because they're a team because I don't think they're a team that's looking like uh like to rebuild anytime soon. No, they're, they're not a team to looking to rebuild, and they're, that's they're, they're, they're looking that. to like a contend right now with Embiid. So they're looking to look for like a really like um star player. Like you said, for CJ McCollum, they're probably gonna go after. They would probably yeah, go CG after. CJ McCollum like, would be pretty good. Yeah, the the they need that type of guard play. I, I feel like that's really what what the Sixers would go after. Yeah. All right, but guys, I'm afraid I have to cut you off there. We're running. But Sam, Alex, Michael, excellent hot take. And you know what, guys? Since, since all three of you participated, I'm the only one who gets the vote on this. I approve it. All three of us? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm the only one who gets to vote, and I approve. Since all three okay. of you, like, it was kind of like all three of you combined for the hot take, so. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll approve it. And Michael, your record is now what? 42 out of 45? Yeah, baby. Michael, I'm, I'm going to need you to, in the future, so the, I need you to come up with something really hot, so that way Samuel can lose it. We need a, um... We need you, a um you well, really want first take to happen right now where it's Max Kellerman versus Stephen A, don't you? Yes. <laughs> we, need, <laughs> we need a Chris Jenkins level bad level of a hot take. We need Chris Jenkins level of a bad take. So I'm guessing Sam is the is is the unpaid version of Max. And I'm guess I'm the I'm version of Stephen A. You're the person that's supposed to make the blasphemous takes, and I'm the person that's supposed to yell at you for making those blasphemous takes, apparently. <laughs> I, I think we and Sam have our own show then, Adam. What do oh. you say, Sam? <laughs> oh, I'm down with that. <laughs> you ain't kicking me Adam, out. Adam, me and Sam, we you? quit. Me and, me and Sam, we quit. You're not quitting listen, on listen. me. We're gonna be skipping Shannon, but you know, just ten times better <laughs> and way better looking, and ten times way better looking. Exactly. Skip, ba- I still remember when Skip Bayless said Bill Walton was a top fifteen player. That man didn't even score, but what six thousand points? Yes, yeah, six thousand points, and he's top fifteen player. To Skip Bayless. Oh, uh, Skip Bayless. Ooh, Adam. Uh, Just for the record, Sam, this man here, Michael Cardiam, absolutely despises Skip Bayless. I has ranted about him several times before on this podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Please, Adam, please, Adam, please. I'm in a room for people. All right, all right. I I love this, Michael. Next, your next hot take, you could do a Skip Bayless one if you want. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm ready for that one. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for (laughs) roasting. Skip Bayless, this is what we solution, you motherfucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right, God. guys. All right. You know who you... All right. You know who um looked like a um MFNB the other day? Who? Robbie Ray. You look like a. About, like, please don't tell me about Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Robbie Ray. Billy Ray Cyrus. Robbie Ray. <laughs> Adam, you were too old to be watching Hannah Montana. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, 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 the Yankees. Um, they did what I um expected to do against the Blues. So they took two out of three. There we go. They, took, they, I mean, they took. They did what I expected to. Unfortunately, they uh lost like this game to the Rays. But you know what? They're currently right now. It was a hell of a um, comeback. Um, yeah, that that. W- yeah, it was a great comeback. But unfortunately, they fought. They fell just short, which. I mean, I I, 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 I could, I mean, Michael, since you're in there, I don't think you got, did you get a chance to watch the game? I don't think you Yeah, did. they had, I was watching at the bar in my hotel. Um, oh, awesome. Um, I believe that was the best inning I've seen him play and almost come back from winning. 
Brett Gardner, who basically got us a hit, and I was surprised. Brett Gardner is the sole player from our World Series championship. Or sole player. From 2009, yeah. Here's the thing about Brett Gardner. A lot of people, like, um, I hate how Yankee fans are love to complain about how – it's a very weird complaint that the Yankee fans have about Brett Gardner. It's like, oh, where are they going to get rid of him already? Like, he's been around here too long. He's like he's he's nowhere near the player that he used to be, but you know what? He's still a really solid for out, fourth outfielder. He has like a cannon for an arm. Yeah, he can still provide value to this team. So, so I don't get why Yankee fans are so quick to like get rid of him. But yeah, but yeah, they they did what I expected. I mean, they took two out three. And they Aaron Judge had just had well, he had two bombs the other day. Yep. He has like what 39 home runs on the season now. Jacar mm-hmm. stands like continues just on a roll. I mean he did, did I don't think he hit a home run like of the other two games, but he did go go yard in the first game. And then you know, I mean Glare Torres has been swinging the bat really well. I mean, he, he had like what three hits at a home run the other day, and he had they also hit him lead off the off um against the Rays, and he immediately Got to get going with the double, so he's just swinging the bat well. That's you definitely love to see. See that? I mean, he went actually went in the second game. He went assured. He went. He got three hits in the second game, and in the um last game of against the Blue Jays, he um he got a home run. Then, so just wanted to make sure I corrected myself there. But they, but they, they did what I expected to do, and they are now one. They were coming out of the Blue Jays series two games ahead. Um. Two games up for the first wild card. Now with um their loss to Tampa Bay, and um their loss to um and the both um Boston and Seattle winning. They're now only one game ahead. And and guys, I am a little nervous. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm I'm a little <laughs> nervous for one reason. For one reason, you take a look at who um Boston is playing. They're playing the Washington Nationals. Oh, that's a team man. that um, that's a team that um, Boston really like should sweep, or at the very least take two out of three. Nationals. Are under, the Yankees are on the other hand are playing the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays are no slouch. They are no no slouch. They're probably going to win hundred games this year, and they are even though they have the first wild card locked up. I told you before, they're going to be motivated to stick it to the Yankees. They're going to be motivated. They're not just going to roll over and die and just let the Yankees like um, go into the wild card game with home field advantage. They're going to. They're really going to try and make things rough for the Yankees. Says, a, they're a division rival, and B, the Rays and the Yankees don't like each other. No, yeah, and what's it called? The Rays. They definitely want to show to everyone that they can, especially beat a team like the Yankees, who's actually doing really well. They want to show that they can beat a high-level team like them in like a sweep fashion. So this is this these um this series um with the Yankees versus the Rays. These these are this is more of like a statement series for the Rays because like if they win all three, that basically shows like hey guys, we're coming for the World Series. Like we're coming yeah. for the World Series right now. Also, the Mariners. Guess what? This is even more bad news, guys. They play the Angels. Oh, jeez. And guess Christ. what? The Blue Jays? The Blue Jays? They play the Orioles. 
Well, okay, so like who 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 thought it was okay to say, "Hey, the Yankees are doing amazing. Let's just throw every hard team their way." And then, hey guys, you know you know how like the Yankees beat you like very easily. They just beat you to a pulp. <laughs> Why about I just give you every team that just sucks so bad? That they shouldn't be even allowed in the league yet. Yeah, let, let me just let you verse them. Let me let you verse like the minor league players. Like, my, no, no, no. Come on. I, I know. I know. I'm over exaggerating, and I'm sorry for people those that are fans of those teams. But like, I'm sorry. Your Rain. teams suck. <laughs> like, there's no I'm sure the fans of those teams would agree with you. It's like, listen. I'm in the same boat as you for the NBA. I'm a Pelicans fan. I'm ready for them to not make the playoffs, but damn it, they have Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. I'm still going to say they're the best team in the league. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I have to say, like, as a Pelicans fan, you can, you can say you still have um, Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. Name one player on the Baltimore Orioles. I'm not going to even lie. I haven't watched one game from their entire year. Name one player from um, the Washington Nationals. Well, well, I forgot well, they well, were well, a team. Well, that's, well, that's, well, that's unfair because they have um, Juan Soto. So. I didn't even know they were a team. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad they are. Yeah. And obviously the Angels, they have Shohei Otani and like yeah, an- it's like Angels. They at least have like some players. They're yeah. just and as the I said before, it's it's hilarious how the Angels literally have two the two best players in baseball, two generational talents, and they still suck. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like they have two like amazing players. It's just that they're playing so bad right now. Mm-hmm. They're playing so bad. Like, yeah, I mean, but getting back to the Yankees, like um, they they can't just like I feel confident. But here's the thing: they can't like um, they have to at least win one of these next two games in order to like feel confident. Like um, like a game to playoffs and B make sure that home game is at Yankee Stadium because because this thing, I, I if um let's say they finish in a tie with uh for example the Blue Jays or the Red Sox. That, that due to like the way that like um the rules are, since the Blue Jays and the Red Sox actually have winning records against the Yankees this season, so in that tie, the the games would be played like um for example, if they played the Red Sox, that game would be played at Fenway Park, and for the Blue Jays, it would be played at their home ballpark. Yeah, so I think, so so I so think... so you have to finish like with a, a a record with a game above. Listen, you know those teams that you just mentioned, like the yeah. Orioles, the Angels, what was the other, the, the Nationals, Nationals. I forgot them again. Listen, those teams, my guys, it, it's time to play ball. You know, just sweep, just sweep, sweep Boston, sweep like, Boston, oh, 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 oh. please sweep Boston at the very least. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, I wish there because I believe Boston beat the Nationals. Those Blue Jays beat the Orioles, and um, what did the Mariners do? As of recording, the Mariners are currently losing to the Angels two to one. Oh, bad Angels go up by ten. Mercy rule them. Make it brutal. 
<laughs> Make them cry on their way home, angels. I know you can do it. Okay. <laughs> All right, come on, show your time. Hit some more bombs. But for me personally, as a Yankees fan, I I'm I'm not worried. Yeah. Because I feel like even though the Rays they're ahead. Like you said, yeah, these this like I said, this is a statement series, and they're not going to slouch. They're going to want to beat the Yankees. I feel like the Yankees, they're going to pull through in the end. They're going to get these two just because for the Rays, this isn't dire for them. So if they lose the next two games, they're still fine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're going to try their hardest still, but it's not going to be at the same intensity as the Yankees. The Yankees desperately need um, home advantage. They desperately need home advantage because, as we see, they're better at home. Yeah, they're okay on the road. They're they're okay on the road. At home, at least... Actually, I, I'm taking a look here. Their record on the road is 46 and 35. The record at home is 45 and 34. Really? They're better on the road. But, but really, no, actually, they're about, they're about equal. They're about equal. Because here's to say, they, they finished up all the road games, and they still have two games at the home. So say they say they split these next two games, they would have the exact same record if they split these yeah. two games. No, yeah, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like they would be better at home, though. Yeah. Just, say, you still least... want that game at Yake Stadium because either way, like, you would rather be in a one-game playoff, you'd rather have that game be at Yake Stadium than – Going to like Fenway Park because imagine if you no, had to go yeah, on the road to Fenway Park, like you do not no, want like, that. If you go to Fenway Park on the road, you might as well just <laughs> not even show up because there's I mean, not, there's not going to be a single Yankee jersey there, <laughs> just because you know what will happen if there's a Yankee jersey there. You will die. You will die. <laughs> you next. You go to Fenway Park in a playoff game. With the Yankee jersey, you <laughs> find just, yourself in an alleyway just naked. Like you find yourself in a tombstone dead. It's like it's like here's the thing. I remember I've went to a playoff game before. Really? At Yankee Stadium. Yeah. It was um the Yankees versus the Orioles when the Orioles were good. And was that twenty twelve, I, t- I think? Yeah. Okay. And if I tell you that stadium was packed with Yankees fans. And then there was just one orange section of Orioles fans. As soon as they left, you just saw a fight break out. And like between one of them, I'm just like, now if that was a Red Sox fan, just by themselves, they're getting sliced up. They're getting like you're, you're like, get, they're like, gonna, you're, like they're gonna have to get like um the police involved. Yeah, it's like it's like because the thing I'm I'm friends with Red Sox fans. Oh, so am I. So I, am I. And I'm and I always try to tell them like, listen, if you're going to a baseball game, make sure it's a regular season baseball game because in a regular season baseball game, it's like yeah, Yankees fans, us like we'll like bash you, but like at the end of the day, we're yeah. like okay, you're you're fine, we're fine. It's a playoff game, and you oh, yell, "Let's go, Red Sox!" You're just begging to get jumped. Like you, no, you're no, begging to get no, jumped. No, no, you're not begging to get jumped. You're begging to get killed. There's a difference. Like this, 
Like this one guy, literally, we were walking back to the car, and 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 I was with my friend with the Red Sox fan. They had a Red Sox hat on, and the guy he said jokingly, but still he said it. He was like, "Um, all right, so I know it's a red light, and I know it's like cars are coming in the crosswalk, but I think you should, you know, just jump in front of one of those cars." I'm like, "You just told the." You just told my friend to jump in front of a car for wearing a Red Sox hat in New York. Like, imagine if that was a playoff game. You're not being told to do that. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why you want that playoff game at Yankee Stadium. Because that, that, like, imagine how that, that, you still got how it affects fans. Imagine how that affects the players. Yeah. I know know players, players like their professionals, they're supposed to be able to black stuff out, but. But you can't. But you can't tell me that 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 like um that that like um doesn't matter. Like look at what happened to um Dallas Keiko in Game Five. Yankee Stadium actually was able to get to uh, to rock him a little bit, just a little bit. And that in a one game playoff that could that could t- earn a tie. So you want that one game playoff by Yankee? No, yeah. Stadium. So that's why no, yeah. these games are so crucial. No, yeah. Especially like a, a great example is um actually with the Blue Jays. Um, I think it was in 2000, to correct me if I'm wrong, I think this was 2013, 2014, when Jose, um, it was um, Jose, what's his Peltista. name? Jose yeah, Peltista. Jose Peltista, when he hit that um, three-run home run. Yeah, the, the bat flip? The legendary bat flip. Yep. That yeah, was 2015. That was 2015. Yeah. My bad. But do you remember how before that, they the other team was making mistakes because that stadium was literally shaking. Yeah. So now imagine that with a Red Sox game or a Yankees game in their stadium. The and you're playing your hated rivals. And exactly. you're playing your hated rivals. So, like, it, it's really going to be a right now the playoff start for the Yankees. If they get these two games, I'm fully confident they're going to beat the Red Sox. If they lose one of these two games, now we're getting into territory where like, okay, you won some games against the Red Sox, but you're going to their home territory. Yeah, and you want another game that. you want a uh, game like at Yankee Stadium is because of how Garrett Cole is pitched recently. Because we saw the one game they did lose was Garrett Cole pitch, and he did not look good. Yeah, and and I, there's a lot of speculation that um. That, that apparently, like, since his hamstring injury, remember that time where he got where he got hurt with the hamstring? Yeah. Since that injury, his ERA is like a six. So, so Garrett Cole has been shaky. So now, 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 I now a lot of people are actually thinking, oh, should he snakes the pitcher in the wild card game? You're still pitching Garrett Cole in the wild card game. I mean, like, I, like, he's I very care. good. Like, like, like he's like. That's the reason why you paid him like all his money. Like he's your ace, he's your go-to guy. Like I don't care. If, like he, yes, he has struggle, but you have to. You, I think you, you like um have complete confidence in Garrett Cole in that situ in that situation. So, but but here's the thing. Have, like it, here's the thing. And yeah, having that game at Yankee Stadium like um would like make I'm sure like Garrett Cole would much rather pitch that game at Yankee Stadium rather than go to like especially Fenway and have to pitch there. So that's another reason why you want. That game, Yankees. So you, ha- so that's why, like, um, Yankees. Like, I want to say to say they have to like win both those games, 
but they can't get swept. They can't get they they can't get swept because let's say because let's say you win one of those games and then the, you just win one of those games. All you need is for Boston to or all you need is Boston to just lose one of the next two. No, but here's need. here's the problem: the Boston Boston reversing the Nationals, correct? Exactly, and that was the Nationals. I've never heard of the Nationals before, so how they do won the World Series in 2019, though. In 2019, they, they won, won the, the World Series. Series. We're in 2021, Adam. Where are they now? They're in last place. Okay, so I don't want to hear about. <laughs> oh, in 2019, they were in the World Series. Okay, in 2020, who won the World Series? Los Angeles Dodgers. All right, Los and Angeles they're... Dodgers are good. Okay. I thought I'm not sure. I thought it was the Angels. All right. Okay, I'm stupid. Okay, Don't okay. judge me. <laughs> okay. But my point is, is like the Nationals. They're the Nationals are not what they used to be, and they're not going to be good. So I wouldn't have faith in the Red Sox losing against the Nationals. Exactly. You can't bet on that. Series. Yeah, the yeah, Yankees are. They, I said before they can't say they, they don't control their they don't control their own destiny. They can't say that. The Yankees no, they absolutely, do. they absolutely do control their destiny. All they need to do, <laughs> do is like you, you have to you have to like win at least one or these next two games, or even ideally win both these next two games. You have to. The Yankees have to play these next couple games like they are playoff games, like where losses like um. You can only afford so many losses in the playoffs, so you have to treat these games like they're playoff games, I feel. Pretty much, yeah. That's the only All right, way. all right. All right, Michael, if you have anything left to say, then we got then we got um the Phillies. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, Alexander Reach, your Philadelphia Phillies are eliminated. They got swept by the Atlanta Braves. So, Alex, the floor is yours. <sighs> what uh, a shame. This is, this is what I've expected uh, to happen. I wasn't surprised that they would get swept. The Braves are a tremendous team this year, and, and it's a very competitive team. Uh and I just think that uh, they are a bigger threat than people think they are. And I think that even though they they got swept, they got a ton of things to look forward to next season. Uh, and I I heard on I saw on Twitter that um, Joe Girardi will be the general manager for that. 2022 season. So, really? Yeah. So it seems like he's a lock for them next year. And I'm I'm int- very curious to know what the rotation is going to be like for the bullpen next year. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, uh, I don't want to get off topic talking about next year, but I just feel like um, this year's playoffs is going to be a very, a very unique one because, like, there's been a ton of upsets and a lot of base running uh, in the past months over the course of the season. 
And I won't be surprised if, like, let's say Dodgers play St. Louis or someone. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a matchup. Dodgers and St. Louis. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if St. Louis comes out and just completely surprises everyone because they've been playing uh, terrific baseball the past yeah. 20, past 30 games or so. And I feel like they could be a big threat to the West, even though the West is very, uh, very deep. Uh, and I just think that it's it's gotten to the point where I have no clue what will go, what will happen in the coming weeks, and that's that's what's best about baseball is that you have no clue of what games is going to be like, and you have the chance to look forward to playoff baseball in October, and. I'm I'm really excited to see watch playoffs this year, even though my yeah. team is out. But I'm I'm very curious to see what's going to happen in the coming days. Uh, when each matchup for each division is complete, and we know who's going to play who, yeah. and I think it's going to be a very entertaining postseason. And, um, yeah, that's it. I, I, yeah, I definitely think like Joe Girardi is definitely going to return. Like, I'd be shocked if uh, the Phillies let him go. But, because uh, here's, here's, here's the thing like, you got to look at the, so the fact that the Phillies are actually able to be competitive. Like, I, I, I think like you have to take sponsors that. Yeah, he's, yes, you're in a crappy division, but you still like, um, you still like have I still I still think there's some positives like they the Phillies like should take away from from the season from being from actually being competitive actually playing you know meaningful games down the stretch mm-hmm. and credit to the Braves man I mean I remember early, like earlier in the year when the Braves stunk and we all thought like oh what happened to the Braves like because I picked them to for the record I actually picked them to win the World Series this year coming into the year and I, I thought like what happened there and now and now and now they're actually starting to like like play really good baseball and. And co- and then once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. So, yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. It's gonna be a very, very entertaining like MLB playoffs. So, but yeah, yeah, stay tuned for next episode because by then all the playoff scenes will be stale. So stay tuned for next episode where we're gonna have our 2021 MLB playoff predictions. Listen, all I'm saying, that. all I'm saying, spoiler alert: the Yankees winning the World Series. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That yeah, may or may not so... be my pick as well, Sam. That may or may not be a pick as well. And Alex here is probably going to pick the Yankees game in the wild card game. I know that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to say the Yankees aren't even in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, not, not after last night's game. Oh. Oh. So let me let me just get this straight. Your your Phillies. What happened to them? <laughs> I'm what telling you, to? Sam. He cares well about the Yankees and the Phillies winning. I've told you this before. 
It's the reason oh, no. why I why I almost lost the new hat to him. Oh no, I know, I know, I, I know this. <laughs> I'm, don't worry, I'm gonna be having a lot of fun with the Philadelphia 76ers when they start losing. I'm gonna have a lot of fun. Oh, oh, oh shit just got real, nigga. <laughs> shit just got real. Trust me, he's gonna be able to roast me just as easily with my Pelicans. In fact, he's probably going to be able to roast me even more. So, <laughs> yo, right. honestly, Sam, why did I wait so long to invite you on this podcast? You have been a gem so far. I mean, having this guy on this podcast—I mean, having you on this podcast is just like probably the best decision I've made all year. And I have only wished I had he's like it a, sooner. He's like he's like the, he's like another version of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually accurate. <laughs> I was smoking. Doesn't give a fuck. Yep, he's me. All right, he's just the white person. <laughs> I think I was gonna say he's the white Michael Cunningham. <laughs> you're damn right. That wasn't racist, right, Michael? No, he's the racist. white version of me. <laughs> he's the white me. I'm like, yo, Sam. Let me see your face, brother. It's like looking in the mirror. It's like looking in the mirror. It's like looking in the mirror. He's just the white version of me. Okay. <laughs> All right, boy. All right, guys. You know what time it is. Like, we're running low on time. So it's time for our bets of the episode. Okay. Guess what, guys? Give me a Guess second. What? I need to look up the WBA. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, I already uh, wrote it. I mean, I mean, are you picking a WNBA game? Sam. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking a WNBA game. Okay, okay, okay. But we're recapping last episode so far. Recapping last episode, guys. Except aside from Marcellus, all of us lost. That's Marcellus rough. had the Cowboys over the Eagles on Monday Night on Monday Night Football, and Cowboys beat the Eagles. Where are the Cowboys too? And also uh, from episode 43, Michael, you won your bet from episode 43. So you add both you and Marcellus at 5.3 E points to your totals. But as far as episode 44 goes, everyone else, yes, us. Both me and Sam had the Yankees over the Blue Jays on my line. The only problem is we picked the Wednesday game, which is the game they lost. So ah. we both take L's. Um. Alex, yeah. my friend, you had the A's over the Mariners. I believe also on Wednesday, they beat the, uh, the the Mariners, beat the A's that game, so you take an L. Our friend Chris, who unfortunately couldn't make this episode, had the Phillies over the Braves on my line. It doesn't matter which day it is, because they got swept. I mean, it was a Tuesday, but oh, well. it, doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. So, And Michael, you had the Mercury over the Aces in the WNBA, but unfortunately... The Aces beat Mercury, so Michael, you take an L. So to update the standings, guys, we have a new ringleader, Mr. Michael Cunningham. You are back in first place. Twenty-four yeah. twenty record, two hundred thirteen point thirty-four points. Take my women, family. Come on, come on. I oh, I know, I know one that's going to be able to win um tomorrow at one p.m. So okay, okay. Just but yeah, our fr- yeah, our friend Chris is in second place, 22 and 22 record, 211.66 points. 
I, by some miracle, remain third place, 18-26 record, 189.66 points. Marcellus remains in fourth place, 25-19 and 19 record, 173.05 points. Sam, you're in fifth place, 23-21 and 21 record, 170.59 points. Axe, my friend, guess what? You're still in last place. 15-28 record, 101.6 points. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 15 and 28? <laughs> yeah, he had like a, a 10 bet losing streak at one point, so that explains why. Oh, that's rough. Even for me, that's and rough. I, and I, and I, I've been uh, in my last, um, let, let me check here. In my last in my last eight bets, I'm one and seven. Oh, that's brutal, bitch. Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. Need- Alright. So hopefully I could turn around, guys. And you know what? They say a wise man once said, "If you, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result." What are you, Albert Einstein? Now, <laughs> so you're going to choose the Yankees against the Rays? No, I'm not. Oh, but okay. but but last um, NFL week, I picked the Chiefs over the Chargers on the spread. Oh, no. And you don't know how that ended. <laughs> You're just going to make Chris's but, team lose. But I'm looking at the Chiefs Adam, again. I'm looking right back at the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Adam, and, Chris will hate you if they lose. <laughs> so don't do it. <laughs> but I'm looking. I'm looking. You know where the Chiefs are playing? They're playing the Philadelphia Eagles, which I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not buying into the fact that they're like, that they're, I think they're just not a good team. I know they won week one, but let's be honest, guys. The Philadelphia Eagles are not a good team. Uh-oh. Alex, they are not going to be a good team this year. And I'm getting – I'm looking at a spread. It's minus seven. I, I would love, like – I think the Chiefs will definitely win this game by more than a touchdown. Yes, it's on the road, but you know what? The Chiefs, they're, like, arguably the best team – one of the best – definitely one of the best teams in football. Going up against as, like, a honestly, like – a mediocre at best Philadelphia Eagles team. I'll take my chance with the spread. I'm going to take the Chiefs over the Eagles. It's going to be really funny. Giving the minus seven. It's going to be really funny when the Chiefs lose to the Eagles, even though Patrick Mahomes throws like for 400 yards. And then Chris just comes on here and says, my guy, like, why? (laughs) You're on a one and seven or eight losing streak. Yo, Why Chris, did you Chris bring Curry. the Chiefs into it <laughs> twice? Hey, Chris, hey, Chris Curran, no, that Sam's being mean to you, bro. We love you, Chris. Oh, it's a battle of the fat boy. It's a battle of the fat boy. All right, all right. Oh, no, but no, guys, all right. Guess what? We do have Chris's bet. He texted to us. Guess what? He's taking the exact same bet as me. He's taking the Chiefs on the spread over the Eagles, so. Listen, if it was just Chris taking it, I would be like, all right, I think the Chiefs can win this because Patrick Mahomes. Adam, you took this. <laughs> I'm Adam, you a damn fool. Adam, you a damn fool. All right. All right, all right. All right, but we also have Marcellus' pick. He's taking Washington, the football team, my line over, over Atlanta. Mm. All right, Alex, you're up. Alex, I know it. Bet Alex, think about it. It's, some, it's Saturday. We got one o'clock football, uh, homecoming weekend, brother. 
If you don't pick them, I'll pick them. Come on, Alex. Homecoming weekend, our one game here, we win. Come on, Alex. Come on, Alex. Uh, you got to. I got another bet in mind. Come on, Alex. Come on, Alex. Don't one pressure time, him, buddy. Michael. Let him pick his own bet. I'm going to pick the Auburn Tigers money line. Alex, Auburn Auburn Tigers? A college football. No, I know that. You're choosing Auburn over who? Over LSU. Are you nuts? Oh, no. You do. LSU is really good. That is the most stupidest bet you probably ever did. <laughs> I mean... Alex, I can't change your mind, but you know what? This is why your record is what it is. This is why you're in last place in the first place. <laughs> I, I, that's why I wanted to make sure because he said because he said Auburn. I was like, okay, who's Auburn versus? And he said LSU. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Alex, you know I love you, brother. Right? You know I love you, right? And Auburn is ranked 22 in the top 25. So you want he want Alex wants the upset. No. Oh, okay. What's what's LSU ranked? Yeah, talk college football in a while. LSU is not ranked. Oh, so that's what's going on. Oh, really? I did not know that. I did not know now, that. Now, now the spit actually really now good. that now 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 the spit actually makes more sense. So yeah, Alexander Reach, we apologize. Alex, wait, we, I still we, think LSU is going to win. LSU. <laughs> LSU is three and one, but they are not ranked. Yeah, that means LSU is gonna win. It's always the non-ranked teams with big records that always win. Yeah, the game is at LSU. Yeah, oh, so fun. I'm pretty sure LSU is gonna win. All right, so we'll we'll find out. So, Sam, you're up. Um, I'm gonna follow. Um, what Mr. Cunningham did last week and do a WNBA game. Thank you, brother. I'm, <clears throat> um, I'm choosing the um, Connecticut Suns over the Chicago Sky. Okay. Brother, I could have, your brother Sam, I could have made a better bet by damn self, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, All right, uh, Michael. Oh, oh, last up. Go ahead. Hype me up, baby. Give me a hype up, Adam. What's my record, sweetheart? You're in first place, my friend. 24 and 21, 213.34 points. Adam, me and you have been talking about sports for the last tw- 10 years, brother. You've been doing this banding for 10 years, right? Yep. Ever since math class, Mr. Dumanis class. You know what, Adam? There's a saying I go by. You live, you gotta live for the moment. You know, I was drinking, you know, drinking some, okay, college football. There's a game made to, hold up. Is Clemson playing? Alex, I really want to go head-to-head, but I'm not going to do it. You know what, boys? Hold up. I've been thinking about it all day. I got to say one thing. Go, dogs, go. Go dogs go. University of Georgia. Money line. 
Go Dallas, go. Georgia over Arkansas money line. That's actually yeah. that's actually pretty good. Pretty good. The only problem is, is that Georgia is favored by 16 and a half, so you're probably not going to get that many points. Yeah. I'm on the spread. You want, you want to do the spread? Yeah, I'm getting greedy. Okay, Georgia over Arkansas on the spread, six, uh, 16 and a half. And I'm also going to put a parlay. Okay, same game parlay? Yeah, same game parlay. On. I'm, I'm going to make it a same game parlay between Florida over Kentucky. Uh, both on the spread, too? Florida over Kentucky? Yeah, on the spread. Okay. Adam, okay. Nice, baby. Just come to nature, boy, baby. Okay, I'm not gonna stop you. Woo, baby, I gotta get it. <laughs> okay, what's the spread for Florida? Seven and a half, all right? Yeah, but sorry to interrupt, but for our viewers, man, you guys gotta see this view right there. Sorry to interrupt, but this is the yeah. Aruba view. Yeah, Michael is our friend is currently on vacation in Aruba, but he is so kind to um, join us from Aruba on vacation. So, Michael Cunningham, we greatly appreciate that. Yo, guys, I've been a little drinking, so I don't know what I've been doing. Yeah. So, Sam, we got to do a show for Motion City one day. Oh, okay. Um, what's it called? Okay, October 1st, remember that date. Yeah. All right, on the so, behalf. All right, all right, got all right, guys. That's all for our best. That's all for the. Right, let me do the outro. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, Michael, if you want, you can do our show. But again, Sam, Michael, you weren't here. But yesterday was Sam Morell's birthday. So Sam, happy twentieth birthday, my brother. Thank you, Sam. I will drink a shot of Hennessy in your honor. Thank you, because I can't. <laughs> Not yet. You can't yet. One more year, my brother. One more year. Don't be like Adam. Don't be a wussy like Adam. Don't be a punk and don't drink. Mm-hmm. I all don't right. drink, all right? And I'm proud of that. All right. All right. On the behalf of All right, myself, Michael, go ahead and do the outro. Go ahead. It's your game on family, friends, and viewers. I like to thank my, my, my crazy colleague, my brother, Adam Gassani. My brother from another mother, Philly's own, Alexander Rich. And my, my new little brother, who who happens to be my white set double at the age of 20, named Sam Morrell. And, and to our homeboys that couldn't be on the show today, Marcellus Murdoch, my cousin, and Chris Kern. On behalf of Get Your Game On Team, I'm Michael Cayenne. Thank you for watching. We will hope if you have a question, comment, or concern about our show, Please stay on YouTube. We will come and collect it and put it in a future episode. On behalf of it, it's Game On. This is Real. Stay lit and we're out.